Hi everybody. So today's episode was with Angie and Andrea talking about judgments and body confidence. This episode was really, really insightful as we just talked about everything and anything really and how our journeys have affected how we think about ourselves and judgments that other people make and maybe what advice that we could give to all you guys and all the listeners out there because I think it is a big topic and chronic illness does wear us down um, and you know Angie and Andrea are just truly truly amazing people so I hope you enjoy this episode and keep listening to Chronic But Iconic thank you so much hello hello how are you I'm okay thank you how are you Angie I'm all right. I'm all right. Oh, good. Hopefully, Andrea will join us in a second. She will. She just, uh, I saw her just like the, there she (laughs) is. There she is. Good morning. Morning, everybody. Thank you for coming on. (laughs) Oh, you're You're, welcome. It's great to have you both on and it's so exciting to have the first interview with like the three of us. It's great. It is. Yeah. I know. I'm excited. So today, (laughs) I just sort of wanted to talk about judgments and and chronic illness because a lot of us go through a very dark time where we're judged by our friends and family. People say things that scar and last a lifetime. And our confidence is knocked dramatically and it's very difficult to rebuild that. And you girls are my inspiration on this because I think you're so strong and you're able to, you know, fight back and shake off these negative judgments. And I just wanted you to share your own stories about you sort of your going through your own illnesses and the judgments that you've had. So maybe Angie, you could kick off with a bit of background from yourself. Okay. Um, well, I'm in wellness from late stage neurological Lyme, um, two strains of BART. I had the Bicia, protozoa, mold, yeast, all of it. It was misdiagnosed oh. for 16 years. Yeah. And uh, when they finally found it in December 2013, they I was told that I had six to 12 months left to live. So it was like I had to get serious fast and I had yeah. even with – a C- two CDC positive test results, I still had doctors telling me I did not have Lyme. And I had doctors, um, you know, rip up prescriptions in my face because I wouldn't have spinal taps. They would tell me I wasn't their patient anymore. I mean, it, it was bad. And on top of all that, you know, I'd went through a really bad divorce from a marriage where yes. I had, I wasn't allowed to be sick you know, so I had yeah. to go and, and I was a stay at home mom and wife and all of that. And so all of that, like it's years, it's years of stuff, you know, and <laughs> that you have to, there's a lot, a lot of dark, dark years, a lot of dark times. And honestly, when I try to look back on everything now, it's like a dark blur because there's so much that I, I had to just block out and forget about yeah. And then when I was diagnosed, I was, I lost friends. Um, yeah. Even before that, I had, I had um, people that would get mad if I couldn't do things that friends or family, you know, they, they'd make comments and all of that 
chips away at you, you know, after a while. It really does. Yeah. It does. And it does something to you. And it takes you, it's taken me years, years to, to get to this point where I don't care what people say and I don't, I'm, I'm at peace with myself. So I'm good. But there's still sometimes, there's sometimes where somebody will say or do something and it'll shake my tree a little bit. And then I'll be like, yeah, you know, just shake it off and keep going. Cause they're just, it's like they're a nap, you know, they're a nap flying around and it's just like you swat them away. And, but yeah, there's dark times. (laughs) Definitely. And you, you're so, so strong and you know, you're, you're always so positive and I love that about you. You really are. And you're, you're a big cheerleader and you build up anybody and that's great as well. Cause I think with anybody with chronic illness, you know, we're sort of so grateful that we've all found each other and we've got this strong bond now between the three of us, but we're cheerleaders and we're always support each other through and through, but there's a lot of people in life that just want to knock you down, be You're negative. Right. And they, they nitpick at little, yes. little things that they shouldn't nitpick at and they should be more caring towards you. Yes. And I still have people around me that are like that, but it's like, you know, I, I could, it doesn't matter. There are people around me that I could, I can say, you know, the sun is shining, you know, or there's a rainbow or something, and they will find something negative to say. And I don't understand people like that. I don't understand people who stay in that, in that mode. And I just slowly start to back away from those people because I cannot let them into my I have like a, I have an invisible shield I put up, you know, so yeah. in my energy field, I don't, if I allow them in, it brings me down. So I can't, and you're, and you're right, we're cheerleaders. We all work, all three of us work very hard to motivate and inspire and, but there, yes. you know, there's times where we have bad days ourselves, but we never let anyone Definitely. see that, you know, yes. because, and I don't know why, because like I had a really, I had a really bad day yesterday. I was in bed. I'd done too much. And so, you know, and I know to rest when I do that, but I don't let anyone see that. And I was thinking, you know, I should, I should let people see that I still have, you know, days where I have to rest. I have to listen to my body. I can't do things. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard, but you can't stay there, you know, like you can, and you don't feel sorry for yourself. You know, you binge watch on, on Hulu or Netflix or whatever, (laughs) but you you have to think to yourself like last night I was like oh Angie don't you, you know you're having so you're having a bad day you've, you've done too much let's rethink what happened you know this week and and readjust from here yeah but it's always it's probably it's always going to be like that I think with me yeah from definitely the stage of that I was at yes I'm in wellness yeah. but it's just it's a matter of of learning learning your limits in a light a total lifestyle change Forever. Definitely. <laughs> so. And Andrea, would you like to sort of share how you've become so strong as you are today? Because of course you've had a rough road as well. Um, yes. Well, actually I can relate to both, both of you so well. Um, I have a carry malformation and um, I have suffered with that most of my life. And I was very hesitant about even coming out and telling my story uh, because of like what Angie was saying, you know, uh, I would get comments when I'm an event coordinator also, when I wouldn't show up at events and stuff like that. 
And uh, they would say, where are you at? Where have you been? Oh, I just said I had, uh, you know, couple months, but I'm back, you know, I'm back. And when I finally came out with my story last year, after many, many years, everybody was in total shock. But what I was doing is I was refusing to let go of the old Andrea and find Mm -hmm. my, find my new normal. I was, uh, just refusing to give that up because I had been going through a grieving process, but in my mind, I was determined, no, no, I'm not going to let that old Andrea go. I'm going to do everything I did before and nobody's going to know that anything's wrong because I wanted people to see me as being strong. And I thought that once I told my chronic illness story, they would see me as being weak. But when I looked at it in a different light after I first told my story, it's where uh, the scripture in the Bible, through your weakness, God makes us strong. I started to see that, that through our weaknesses, just like we all have connected, it brought, started bringing me closer to people who were going through all different kinds of issues, not just illness. And that showed me that when we are transparent and we tell people Um, you know, maybe not talk about it every day, but what we may be going through, it shows them that we're real. Definitely. Yeah. And I realized that once I told my story and then I would go back to shows and I wasn't there for a while, people would say, oh, so you had a tough month? I said, yeah, because they knew what was wrong then. Some of them, not all of them. And, um, And then I had the other opposite end of the spectrum where When I would go back and, you know, we can look perfectly fine some days. Uh, Sometimes people would say, oh, so you're all perfectly fine now. Uh Yeah. And I think that's very difficult as well, because like Angie said, we find it very, very difficult to be to show the weak days and the bad days because we ourselves don't want to give in to this fight. We want to right. always be the winner and to be on top form and to still live life and look like we've got everything going for us and that we're on the handling life, basically. Yes. Well, I know like now, you know, I'm how many months in, I've been in Mama since October. So I know now, you know, everybody thinks everything's just fine. Like I'm back a hundred percent normal and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm still not able to work what I, when I do things, it's from home. They see me on social media and I look good. You know, having bad days. Um, It's hard for me to say when I have a bad day, I was very tired yesterday, but I pushed through and uh, I don't know why that is. I guess because I don't want people to see that. I may be weak, but that's okay if we have those bad days. I'm getting better with that when I'm still working on it. <laughs> but that is a, a hard one for me sometimes. But I think it's good for us to be more transparent with people because they can relate to us. Yeah. And, and they I think, can I think see I that, always you know, try. even though we're having uh, these issues, we still push through and we don't give up. Because some people with our conditions, they would just give up and say, hey, this is not worth it. I'm not going to do this. 
that you yeah, know we the, push th- on that's the thing isn't it not mm-hmm. giving up shows them that they can give it to uh, do it to you know you're saying that people are saying that you're fine but over social media you know you're putting on that face you're trying to work hard you're trying to find that life balance again and people don't understand that it's still really hard for you right it is i mean it's a day-to-day thing because i mean i i realized you know when i yesterday when i was in bed you know um i was thinking okay so i had you know two three to four really good days that seems to be how it's going it kind of it fluctuates i can't i can't put a a number on it but it seems like you know um i'll have a few good days and then i'm down for like a couple days And so I've got to try and find the balance better so that when I'm saying, you know, I'm having a good day, that I can keep that going. And maybe that's just how it's going to be. I don't know. But people, they'll say, well, you look great. You look fine. And you know, we've heard that for years. Yeah. But it's really hard because even if I am feeling good that day, you know, it doesn't mean I'm going to feel that way the next day or I'm going to be able to do exactly what I did the day before. And then it's like when you're tired or you don't sleep well, then that affects your cognitive it. And I'm not having, and people say, Oh, well, she's not really in, if she's not really in wellness, she still has Lyme. No, my body is healing and I'm still, I'm still having these struggles. And some of these it's a, they don't understand. It's a lifestyle change. Yeah. <laughs> it's a total, you're still going to be on some supplements. You still have to eat right. You still have to exercise, detox, do all of the stuff, that, you know, get your sleep, do everything as before, because you have been, I mean, I've been at, at death's door and back. I don't know yeah. that you ever fully recover from that. You know what I mean? You get into yeah. a wellness state and then you're walking a tightrope where you know that you have to have a balance in your life. I mean, actually, everyone should have a balance in their life. But Definitely. so many people take their health for granted. And when you yes. lose it, <laughs> you realize how it's valuable it is. Yeah. It is. It's a total shock. So yeah, you and I and Andrea both, we're all on social media and we always yes. look good and we're posting pictures. But you know what? Especially with it being Lyme Awareness Month, maybe we should like post. I was thinking, you know what? I should take a picture of what I look like right now and let yeah. people see, you know, this is what bad days look like and they exist. And But you don't, you know, you don't wallow in it. You just, you think, okay, well then tomorrow will be better. You yes, know? that's it. And Andrea, how do you find like how hard it is being transparent and sort of, (laughs) I don't know, answering the, oh my gosh, you look fine. You know, when people say that to you, like, what do you feel like you can respond back to that? Well, I usually say, yeah, I'm having a great day today. I've learned to answer it in that way. I say, yeah, "Yeah, I'm having a great day today. And that's true. I may be having a great day that day. If I am, sometimes I might be faking it and be in pain and saying, <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, but it there's is nothing a- wrong, Andrea. There's nothing wrong with you saying, you know what, to- today's a bit of a struggle for me. You know, like I'm having, I'm having some pain. It, I think that all three of us have to find, we are still finding that balance where we can say, you know what, today sucks. It, yeah. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, ha- I struggled getting up this morning. I, I slept better last night, but like, 
like I said, if any, if I took a picture to let y'all see what I look like right now, you'd be like, holy crap, Angie. <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't, Angie. <laughs> Me yes, too. You would. Me too. <laughs> you so would. I have no makeup on. My hair, like, I, I know I'm not, I'm, you know what? I'm going to put this out there. I didn't shower yesterday. <laughs> Um, and that's we, how bad I felt. That's how we bad have I felt. Day, we have days like that. And I think we probably all, to some extent, still fear those judgments, those harsh judgments, because yes. especially on our bad days, we're like, can we cope with it? Can we shake them off? On right. the stronger days, they're easier to brush off because we're having a good day. We feel strong within exactly. ourselves, more at peace. But I think on the bad days, we we still do fear those judgments. Yes. I don't know if it's so much a judgment as if like with me where I've come out and said, I'm in wellness, you know, I'm, I'm, I beat this finally, you know, I did this and, and I, I, I think I feel like if I allow, cause I let people see how bad I was for years. I chronicled my journey, yeah. to, you know, to wellness. And there was time I couldn't speak well when I would do video things. I looked, I never had makeup on. I never, you know, I had lost 75% of my hair. I let people see the bad, but I yeah. don't let people see the bad now. And I should, because that's what wellness is. You still have good, you still have bad. But I, like you said, Sophie, I have like the slight fear if I let that yeah. bad be shown. It's not of judgment of others. It's of allowing, I don't know, of allowing maybe that to take, take back over and maybe I won't have so many good days. I'll have I'll start having more bad days because I'm allowing that out there. You know what I'm yeah. understand what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. And like you were saying, sometimes on social media, it's it's great because you have like twenty positive comments, but that one negative comment can really yes. sort of knock you. And especially for me, because obviously I've lost a lot of weight. I'm very yes. confident with my body and everything like that. And being 25, you're expected to be in your prime and, you know, loving life. Right. When people are quick to judge or make silly comments that they don't realize how sort of scarring they are, that to me is like it is a massive fear. And it's it's taken a lot for me to be brave enough to speak up and find my voice and be a bit more comfortable in my skin and I'm not saying that I'm fully comfortable in my skin at all because I am so far from it and there's so much I need to work on but I think well, we we all have to we all continue working on ourselves but I can understand where you are Sophie because I I was down I got down to 100 pounds too and I'm yeah very self-conscious and then even now that I've gained my weight back and I'm able to exercise some days and now it's like everything is like I'm starting to fill back out and my muscles are starting to to be okay and, and fill back out and get you know get a little stronger on their own yeah. so now I'm having that I'm having a different type of um, body image issue where now it's like I'm not that skinny sick person but like I my body's trying to figure out you know where it's supposed to be yeah <laughs> and so now I have like a different where I'm like okay I've got a this is flabby because it's like you know and and I used to work out I used to be like you you were a major athlete Sophie but yeah I worked out I danced I did you know everything to stay in shape and but now it's like I'm yes and I'm wanting yeah. to get that back so it's like 
you know, I used to have a nice bottom. I used to, and all of it, <laughs> it went away. Yeah. And now I'm trying to get it back and I'm 48. So it's like, I'm not your age anymore, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I think like you said, like, it's not just, you know, people are very, very judgmental through yes. the whole body spectrum, really. It doesn't feel like you can ha- be right anywhere. No. Um, and I think that's what I'm starting to realize is that I, I have to shake it off because they, they might be horrible to me, but they're probably being horrible to somebody else. And You're right. that's a reflection on them, not me. Yes. Yes. And if they, so if they don't understand chronic illness and my health, then that's their issue. And I guess, and Andrea, you've probably been in the same boat as well. Yes. 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 I, I, it is definitely. I've had this on both ends of the spectrum because I remember on my birthday a year ago, um, I had not been to a show in like probably six months. And when I came back, it was my birthday and they were having a celebration for me to welcome me back. And when I walked in, you know, people looked at me at that point, I was about 105 pounds and they looked at me and one lady's like, "Ah, what's wrong with you? And I was like, oh, what do you mean? And she's like, (laughs) you're so thin and I was like oh my gosh I thought you thought I look hideous or something (laughs) and I was like you know I joked about it but I was like man do I look that bad and uh you know of course my clothes were a little baggy on me and stuff and so but now I've gained some of my weight back you know I feel I'm getting to a more comfortable weight and it's took a long time it's like a year and a half and uh I'll go and they say, oh, you're looking good now, so everything's okay, you're better, and, you know, you've got back to where you used to be, and I said, I'm getting there, I'm getting there, I'm having much days, and so there is, it's on both ends of the spectrum, because, and I have found myself doing this too, sometimes when people look at us, they judge us by our appearance, and because we look a certain way, they may think we're very ill or if we look like we're in great shape we may they may think we're perfect and i have you know did that before too but there is a balance for me i think in my mind mentally when you know someone uh asked me that also it's a chance to educate them yes yes this is a day a good day and i'm learning to balance like you were saying angie i really am learning to balance my time it, with social media interviews podcasts and with people because right i'm sure you go both of you girls deal with this is sometimes i'll talk to people from the time i get up to the time i go to bed and i am really learning balance with that and this week has gotten a lot better and it's took a long long time for me up into the past month to learn to balance that because it yeah. drinks our energy yes. too Yes. Yeah. Andrew and I were, we, we met earlier this week because she was helping me with my podcast and stuff, her and her grandson. And, you know, like we were together for several hours and I I was wiped out after that. (laughs) And and, uh, so, but that's the thing is like, people don't understand when I tell people I'm going to, I hit my wall. Like I have to, you know, if I'm going to go somewhere, if I'm, if I'm driving, then I'm like, okay, well, it's going to take me this long to get there. How long am I going to be there? Then I've got to drive back. 
So I, I have to plan all this stuff in my head because I know yes. that, you know, I have a very, a very short gas tank. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, if I'm at home and I'm doing stuff and I'm on social media or talking to people, yes, it is draining. And like Andrea, I've taken a step back because people will take, 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 and they don't realize how, you know, you're wanting to help and that's your purpose. Yes. But there is a limit. You still have to like respect yourself and take care of yourself. So I think we all have to learn that when we, when we're advocating and we're trying to help people and definitely and be a voice. So, and I, and I think we can sometimes point the blame at ourselves and feel guilty when we take a step back. Yes. And I, yes. I, so bad at this and just recently like I've not been very well at all and there's some days where I literally can't move because I feel like I'm going to be sick or like I just I just feel really dizzy and I'm still trying I'm still there trying to push myself because I'm thinking you know I've said to this person that I'd be there and meet them or I said I'd do this today and I need to just like sit back and think no I actually really really just need to like lie down because Right, you know, I've got my health to think about, and like it's just that you like you say the balance. Sometimes you've got to find people in your life as well that they use a two-way street in friendship, yes. and it's not all one way. Because I think we get stuck in those one-way relationships a lot of the time, oh, and you. yeah, and we feel guilty for letting those relationships sort of go because they make us feel guilty about it. And I just, to... I've let those people go. I mean, yeah. I, I've, I've gotten into a place where I'm in a strong circle with myself. So like I, I can say no to people and I, I don't apologize for it because I'm, I'm listening to my body. My body's telling me to rest and I pushed myself for 16 years. So yeah. there is no pushing anymore. It's, you know, if I'm unable to do something that day, then it's a pajama rest day, you know, and that's how it is. So, and there's times where I don't do interviews. I'll say, you know, we need to reschedule. I've only had to do that a couple of times. Um, But because most of the time I I plan, I I plan my week out, you know, like my week is planned out ahead of time. And if anything new pops up, then I have to assess how I'm feeling that day or whatever. And that's why I'm always so much like, okay, can you, are you sure it's going to be this day and what are we going to do and what time? And I don't think people understand when I'm being that I'm not being adamant about it. I'm just like, can we please, I don't have, I want to say, I don't have the Liberty that you do where I can just get up and say, okay, I'm going to do this today yeah. because that's not how it is. <laughs> I know. So, and people don't understand until they've, they've gone through it themselves. And that's right. why it's so great. Like, you know, that we've got each other and we have the community yes. because they understand and they can relate and they find comfort in us speaking out, which encourages us to speak out and find courage to do that. And then, you know, that, that comes with like shaking off the negativity because we, we can see the positivity and the positive people that surround us. I don't know how you girls feel about this, but like what I'm having a problem with now is that I don't really have a genre that I fit in. I'm not, sick anymore so I don't really relate to like people that are down in bed and like you know sick every day with symptoms but yet I'm not to a point where I'm like quote unquote normal whatever that is where people have like you know they're working and they're having all these activities and they can go 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 every day 
So like, I don't really fit into either group. So I'm kind of like in limbo is what I feel like. I don't, and I'm trying to fit into like the quote unquote normal, but it's my new normal and I don't have anyone that relates to that. Oh, <laughs> so well, it's I really I can totally relate to that. Actually, I did a podcast a couple of days ago, finding your new normal, because I feel that way. I feel I can relate to that so much because I came to a wall in January and it was probably right before we met Angie and I was pushing myself, pushing myself, pushing myself and bam, I got really sick with bronchitis bad. And it was like, uh, I was sitting one night talking to somebody already for an hour and a half. And at that moment I got sick and, you know, nauseous sick and had to go to the bathroom. And I was like, what am I doing to myself? I'm giving everything I have to someone else and it is going to put me back, you know, push me back. Yeah. Right. And so at that moment I had to uh, get some balance. And since I did that, I've learned that, you know, people that are still in bed all the time and I still have days, you know, that I have to rest too. And, you know, with having a 10 year old and I'm, I'm usually up every day at 7 a.m. And I try to still take rest and stuff like that, you know, during the day, if it's a, a long day, but it's trying to um, connect with people out in the community. I have a few friends that um, are not, you know, dealing with chronic illness and stuff. Yeah. They kind of help balance me a little bit because like, I'm still not in that uh, event coordinating and stuff working, like you said, Angie, like a full-time job, like I used to be. But I still, you know, have those days to where, you know, I need my rest. And it is a balance of learning and finding your new normal. And you'll find it. I think we found a little trio here <laughs> we have there's there's, yeah. bread, there's definitely breadcrumbs that i'm following on my trail i you know i get it, it's kind of a, a a wacky trail some days but like you know it, it like you said it's at least a trail but i i still think like i don't know i just and then i i don't know if you guys have this issue either where we we know people that have different diseases that than than what we have or what we've dealt with and and they, you know, and yeah, there's could be, there's this worse in a different sense, but I, I don't like to look at it like that. I, I see everyone as the same. So I'm like, yes. okay, we're all fighting something. We all have good days. We all have bad mm -hmm. days. Some of us have more bad days than others. And some of us have to deal with things. But a lot of people that, that's why it's so important for us to share our stories. And I don't care if you repeat them. I don't care if you repeat them a thousand times, a million times saying where you've been and where you've come from, you know, like a lot of people don't know that I had the pick line and stuff. And when you start telling people how bad you were and, and where you are now, and you're still having to deal with stuff, it's like, I don't know, it, it, people, they'll kind of start to get it a little bit better. Cause I think when they, they see us like we are now they're you know, there's still that judgment there. They're like, well, you don't get it because, you know, you're, you're like this now or you're, you know, and I'm thinking, yeah. oh my gosh, you know, I've been through hell and you have no idea. 
and I don't, and I don't like to talk about it all the time. I'm, I'm like you guys where I try to stay positive. I don't like to go and say, Oh my gosh, I'm feeling bad today or I'm hurting, you know, yeah. or, you know, whatever it's, I don't know. It's, it's such a, it's such a weird place to be, but I think together, like, especially the three of us, how we, we speak out and we advocate, maybe if we start showcasing our bad days and saying, you know what, this is what it looks like to be us, you know, and people see that. I think I'm going to take a picture of what I look like right now, just so I can post it later and say, you know what, this is, this is me on my bad days. (laughs) And I think also like it would help with people that are going through like confidence crisis because we're so, you know, surrounded in the media by all these like great snapshots but they don't realize how photoshopped and how much time and effort has gone into those photos and that it's not the reality um so then when people are harsh on on us for being like normal let's say um we start to feel guilty because we're thinking that we don't when we don't fit into the norm and we're not as beautiful and pretty and we're not doing this that and the other like everybody else is doing but, right. you know, we actually are and we're probably doing even more and it's we're okay the way we are. And, you know, it's just it's a, a bit more of that fighting that peace and finding it within ourselves that can really help our own well-being, but also prove to others that they are too okay and they're beautiful inside and out as well. That's right. That's so true. That's so true. I, I was thinking just like... Uh, it was three days ago. Oh, Monday. It was Monday morning. Actually, after um, I spoke with someone else, um, she doesn't deal with a chronic illness, but she was telling me about a friend who was really sick. And I said, hey, let me stop you. It sounds like to me, I see some red flags. It sounds like to me that they're dealing with something that's deeper. It sounds like it's a chronic illness and they're just not wanting to expose it to you. And I said, the reason I know that." is because when I was really, really bad and in bed all the time, I would be grumpy. I would be short with people. And I didn't mean that at them. It's because I was not feeling good. And I didn't want people to know that. And I was frustrated because I felt like my life was on pause. And I said, they may be at that point right now. So cut them a little bit of slack and maybe ask some questions. And she came back to me, um, a Tuesday, I think it was Tuesday afternoon, and she's like, oh my gosh, you are so right. They oh. are dealing with a chronic illness. They've had heart conditions and this and that, and they just opened their heart to me and explained that. How did you know that? I said, well, because, you know, and then I started to be transparent with her and tell, tell her, well, you know, you hear me on these podcasts. We talk every day on the phone. You see yeah. me once a, a week maybe on a live. And I said, those are just moments in time. I said, in between, I'm taking a child to school. I come home and I may have some errands to do. Then I may have to rest and I get up and get that child. And after that, I have to uh, do homework with him, dinner with him. And then I have to get some other things done. And then I may have to rest again before I do a live, if I do that. And I said, I may be in excruciating pain, and I said, but I pushed through it. And I said, I just yeah. don't talk about it. I just don't tell you about it. And I said, I'm better than I was. I'm not in bed all the time like I was a year and a half, two years ago. I said, 
I still have bad days though, to where I have to take down times for two or three days. And that's right. why you may not hear from me. So it helped her understand because she had never dealt with a chronic illness. So we can also yes. help others with other people. You know? Educate others. And I, I like what you said, Andrea, about when you your life was on pause. Because when I was in bed for three years, over three years, there, it, it's like I have this time where, you know, I'm now that I'm out of bed and I'm, I'm in and out of bed, but I'm, I'm trying to get out there. I don't know what's in fashion. I don't know. You know, someone says, did you see this movie? And I'm like, no, I'm like years behind on movies. Okay. Because I can't go to movie theater. So I have to wait for them to come out. So by the, you know, when people are talking about all this, you know, all this stuff, like for two years, I couldn't even listen to music. So I was so yeah. behind. And so I'd hear this, I'm like, I heard this new song, you know, and they're like, that's not new, you know? And <laughs> Okay. Oh. Well, it's just, you know, I don't think that everyone understands the stages that you go through and yeah. there's judgment with each stage, you know? So I, I made a post back in January that showed me really when I was really, really sick and like a hundred pounds and with my kids. And then I'm, I took a picture of what I look like now. And I, I put on there about judgment. I said, you know, something like the only good the only time that it's good to use judgment is when you're making a decision for yourself because judgment yeah. should judge. And some of us judge ourselves too harshly, I think. And we have to learn how to balance that, but judgment, no one should be judging anyone. Yeah, that's true. There just shouldn't be any, I don't feel, I don't judge people because I always stop and think, what are they going through? What is going on that I yeah. don't know about? Mm. But what would would your worst judgments that you'd say hit you the hardest? Um, probably when, well, when I everyone thought I was going to die, and I had people leaving me, and they were saying they couldn't handle it, and I felt like, okay, you can't handle it, so you're leaving me. <laughs> you think yeah. I can handle it? You know, yeah. um, just like. A, I think that's and like the judgment I faced um like with with my marriage and my divorce, you know, because then I yeah. then I I was I was really sick and I didn't realize it. You know, I didn't I did not realize how sick I was. And um just I don't know, people will say things, you know, and for years before I even knew I had Lyme, people I would I would do the same thing Andrea and you do. I'd say, I'm fine. People would ask how I was. I'm fine. And I'd be in excruciating off the charts pain and, yeah. you know, having such a hard time. And they would say, well, I heard you were sick. And I'm like, well, I am. And I'd say, do you really want to know what I'm going through? And so sometimes they yeah. say yes. And then their jaw would drop and it would look like I had punched them in the face or something, you know? So it's like, okay. You know, and if sometimes people would say, and I, and I just got to the point where I'm like, you, you just, I'm sorry, but you, unless you really, really, truly care and you really, truly want to know, I'm not going to go there. Yeah. So yeah. that's how we escape into ourselves and we become like a hermit and we, that's a protection thing for all that you're going through. So you have all of that on top of you, all that. So yeah, you have, it takes years to get all that stuff off of you. And Sophie, you're so young. 
you know, and you, and you have all of this on you and, but you can get through it. And Andrea, you know, Andrea's working through things now and I'm still, we're all working on ourselves until we're not here anymore. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't try, I try not when things get jogged in my memory about judgment or someone said this or someone did that. I like, I think about it and then I, I release it back out because I can't, I can't let it get into my psyche because it will, some of it was really harsh and really bad. And I don't, I don't like to go, I don't like to go back there. I can understand that. And Andrea, do you have a sort of worst judgment that you came across or that hurt you the most? Yeah, I guess I would, um, when Angie was talking about, we were talking about our life has been on pause for a couple of years. Yeah, almost like three years. I would feel like I was out of the loop so much. And when I did come back, you know, I would get excited about something, you know, I had seen on TV because I don't watch a lot <laughs> of TV now or yeah. something like that. And it was like the other day, actually, it was a couple months ago. I told my friend, I was like, oh my gosh, I seen the new Wonder Woman movie. I love it. It's awesome. And she's like, uh, that's not new. And I was like, was that me? <laughs> <laughs> no, that a couple people told me that. And I was like, you may have, but a couple people told me that. And I was like, man, I really got to catch up. And it was like, and another friend, I was watching uh, something else, and I can't remember what it was. And she's like, girl, did you ever watch the news or anything? And I was like, <laughs> not really. And I said, you got to remember, I said, if you come to my house, you'll understand it. I said, maybe you won't understand it. And, uh, and she's had some health issues, so I thought maybe she would. Um, but I have my TV, the new TVs, the flat screens. Uh, I cannot handle the LED, the lighting. I have to have it turned down to like old school style. And, and Sophie, you may not know what old school style is. <laughs> <laughs> and what I mean is, is to where it's not dim and yeah. uh, it's, it's not really bright. And even on my phone, because if the lights are really bright, sometimes it can cause a severe headache uh, yeah. or Right. Just make my ears and my vision, everything go kind of crazy. And I can go to the movies occasionally. It cannot be a 3D movie. It has to be a regular screen. And actually, the one in the land, Angie, (laughs) is is a good movie theater to go to. Because uh, it has to be a movie theater that's a little bit older. And it's not as bright. And I usually sit in the back and I wear earplugs. And uh, that doesn't seem to uh, bother me. And uh, just things like that. And then when I show up, my one friend the other day, I'd went to a show and she's like, girl, we have got to take you shopping. Those pants be more fitted than that. And I was like, well, you know, I've got to get a new wardrobe because I'm starting to gain some weight back. But my bigger clothes still don't fit me. And my real little clothes are too tight. <laughs> yeah. Right. And she's like, I'm like in between. And uh, 
so she's like, oh, okay, I, I understand, but I don't think she really understands. Oh, so that's gosh. hard too, because I'm like thinking, well, I've got to get back into getting a new wardrobe. And it's yeah. like when I talk about things I want to catch up on, it's like people just like look at me like I'm out in nowhere land. Now, Caleb gets it a little bit. <laughs> he's, he's like, oh, we'll just save it on a flash drive and we'll watch it later. Uh, but not to ramble yeah. on. But yeah, a, lot of, a lot of times it is hard sometimes because people don't understand. If, yeah. you're, if you've been on out of the society for a while, you don't do the things that you normally would be doing every day, you know? Yeah, definitely. And that's an adjustment in itself. And yes. that's hard often to come to terms with. And it takes time. And like we were saying before, it's it's not a destination. It's a journey. And it's right. something we have to work on every day. And I think people forget that. They just think they can go to sleep, shake off all of the negativity, wake up positive, fine, normal, well. And when that's not a reality, people get very upset and negative quite quickly. Um, so sometimes, like you're saying, being transparent and maybe being a little bit more open would help so many other people. Yes. You know what I think I'm going to start doing? Listening to you both talk, and we were all talking about things that appearances and stuff. You know, yeah. it is Lyme Awareness Month, and there's so much that goes with that disease. There's so much that goes with many chronic illnesses that people don't reel about the the do's and don'ts, the things that we can and we're unable to do. I don't like to say can't because I hope to eventually be able to go to a movie again someday. But like, you know, like go take a picture, <laughs> go do a, a, a quick live outside a movie theater. Like, yeah, I, I still have overstimulation issues. So like I have to, I can't drive too long. And I have to watch when the traffic is. And, yeah. um, and some days I, I won't drive. You know, there's like, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of things I think that people still, they don't understand, you know, and maybe if we all started showing a little bit more of that instead of, I mean, there's nothing wrong with what we're doing, being positive and inspiring and, and advocating and all, but we need, I think, I think I need to, to show more of what I'm, I'm still really facing. Yeah, so, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah, I totally agree too. There was a girl, um, a lady. Uh, I actually, I'm going to start doing that next month uh, when I do the interview with you, Angie, <laughs> because <laughs> I, felt, I felt compelled to do that. It's funny you brought that up today because she has the condition I have, and she's like, "You don't get this because you can do all these things now." I couldn't go on social media. I don't think I could sit up long enough. I'm too weak. I couldn't uh, raise a child. I, I couldn't. I said, listen, you can't right now, but someday right. you can, and you have to focus on that someday is coming. You've got to change your mindset. I said, I want to tell you, I said, I still have bad days. I said, right. just this morning when I got up, I said I had to go drink my peppermint tea before I took Caleb to school because I was so nauseous. And right. then I said, when I come home, I had to rest for the rest of the morning. And then I said, it, it was tough the rest of the evening. I didn't do anything except pick him up, 
and do homework. And that was my day. And she's like, oh, well, you don't talk about that stuff. And I said, well, I guess I probably should more. <laughs> so you're right. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Because I, I think all of us together, like privately, will tell each other that we're not having a good day or it's been, a, you know, it's been a, a hard several days or a week or whatever. But we yeah. don't we don't put that out there. I, I haven't put that out there anymore. I've been celebrating my victories more than, you know, my setbacks, if I have a setback. So I think I, I think I will do that. Like starting today, be like, you know what? Look, look at me right now. (laughs) This has been me for the, you know, since yesterday. So, and, and they just saw me doing, you know, at a Lyme support group meeting on, on Wednesday where I, I, I looked okay. And I was feel, I actually was feeling good. I was having a good day that day. And then I crashed, you know? So it's like, I I think, I think that's a good thing. And we're still going to be judged no matter what we do, you know, good, bad, whatever. We're still going to be judged by people because there's always going to be someone that tells us. And I've had people experiencing things, you know, like grief or, or other things that they're, and they're like, you just don't understand. And I'm like, you think I don't understand? And I said, no, I'm not in your shoes. I do not know exactly what you're going through, but I do know what loss is. I do, you know, I had to move away from my children. My children, I've been yeah. away from them four and a half years. They're a thousand miles away. My yeah. son's graduating high school. You know, I've lost a marriage. I've lost a serious relationship. I've lost friendships. I've lost my home. I've lost my health. I've lost my job. I've lost it. It's like I'm, st- it's like I'm like my kid that's graduating from high school where I'm starting over again and I'm 48 years old, you know, and I'm still, I still have to have a balance. I still have to, you know, I have to watch everything. I can't just jump back into life because, you know, you, this is what I want to try to help people with is where I pushed my body for so many years that it can't be pushed anymore. So when, you know, people are like, they're ill and I look at them and I'm thinking in my head, I'm thinking, okay, they're able to have a job. They have a family. Yes, they struggle. Andrea, I'm not, I'm not just talking about you, but like I'm talking about many people I see that have chronic illnesses and they're sick. Some of them have pick lines. And I keep thinking, how are they able to do this when I wasn't? But then I think back to the 16 years where I pushed myself so hard for, yeah. you know, with my children, my family, doing everything that my body, you know, it literally just, I came home from, from work one day and I didn't get up for two years. It was crazy, but my body was just done. And I think that's what it is, is I pushed it so hard. So now I don't have any push left, even in the state I'm in now, there's no push. So I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. (laughs) No, I think you raise a, a really good point there, really, because like you said, well, you've just sort of shown that it is a journey and there isn't a destination and we aren't just going to wake up and everything's going to be okay. We do right. have to work at it. We do have good and bad days and we don't always get it right and that's fine. And we're, we're learning on the job. Knowledge is power. Yes. We try and educate people, but also we're learning as well. And I think that's what people forget. They just sort of see us on, you know, like on your Facebook lives and think, oh, she's got it covered. She knows what she's doing. She knows what she's talking about. And it's not that we don't, but we're also still learning. And there's, there's always yes. 
things to learn and work on ourselves as well. Well, and, and look at the three of us. We're all different ages and we're yes. all still, we're on different parts of our own journey and we're, and we're still learning and you'll never stop learning. But like you said, Sophie, we should still continue with what we're doing so that others will understand more. Others will get it. They'll be inspired. Definitely. Speak your truth. You know, your yes. story. I love that one meme that says, um, you know, you never know. You could be the lighthouse in someone's storm. You, oh, you never nice. know who you're going to touch, you know? Yeah. So. Definitely. But to finish, are there any sort of tips that you both have for shaking off the, the judgments or how people can feel a bit more at peace with themselves? I would well, say. Well, I know. Go ahead, Andrea. <laughs> I would just say not, uh, learning to take things uh, not personally, learning to not take things personally. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, knowing that that person they haven't walked in your shoes so they don't understand and look at it from that point of view that helps a lot and that's not always easy when it's coming right at you and you may have had four hours to prepare to be somewhere or to do something yeah. <laughs> and right. but just learning that is just learning not to take it personally you know yeah i think i've learned and i i learned this earlier in the week because I actually had someone attack me and they, and they don't know the whole story and they were attacking me with a, a very close friend of mine. And, um, you know, I, I, my first reaction was to react to, to say something back, but then I was like, no, stay in peace. Um, yeah. because the best reaction is no reaction. You know, the only control I have is over me how I react yeah. to people in their situations. I can't control everyone else and I don't want to, but I can control how I react. So a lot of times when something's said or something's done and you don't hear a word from me, it's because I'm, I've chosen not to. Now, sometimes I will say something, you know, yeah. but like it's very, it's straight to the point and it leaves no room for discussion. And, and yeah. I, and if someone wants to, you know, discuss or, or say things back, I put a stop to it. I just say it in a way where it's more of a, a statement and agree to disagree and move on. Because yeah. I, I just don't engage. And it's not being a coward and it's not like not, it's just staying in peace. Well, staying yeah, in and peace. it's like Abraham Lincoln said, the best answer to a fool is, is silence. So yes. you're only sort of following that quote really. And I think, yes. I think it's right. You're right. Because the more you retaliate, they retaliate back and it could go on and on and on and more harsh words are said and people say things that they regret and it's just not worth it. No, no. And I know like, you know, I've been, I've been thinking a lot lately too, because I want to tell my story. I want to write a book and I've been trying to formulate all this in my mind and I'm like, okay, so they always say there's three sides, every story, yours, yeah. theirs, and the truth. But I yeah. always say, if you speak your truth and you know it's your truth and God and the universe and everyone knows it's the truth, then all will be well because yeah. the truth, I always say the truth always comes out no matter how much people try to hide it or, or stay away from it. So always speak your truth. 
you don't have to be like a huge, be on a soapbox every day, but yeah. speak your truth or just know your truth. And that even grounds you and keeps you in peace. Yeah, definitely. Oh, true. I like what you said, Angie, about staying in peace. My new thing right now is I always say calm is my new superpower. <laughs> That's so true. That's so good. That's true. It's like I was found myself this morning about an issue my son had called right before the interview. And he's like, you're not saying anything. I said, well, I told you, calm is my new superpower. And he just laughed. He's like, okay, mom, I got to get to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, awesome. Yeah. You should make that into a meme. Yeah. That's yeah, it. That's it. But it is, it's because I knew that I was fixing to do this interview. If I got myself upset and I couldn't focus. Right. And when you heard me on Monday, I'll, I'll do that a lot of times to people. Even Kayla will say, focus, grasshopper, focus. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and, and it's like you know he's like don't do that and I was like we're gonna watch that movie Sophie you're, you're probably too young to remember this but it comes from <laughs> a, a movie called Karate Kid remember that Angie <laughs> oh yeah yes the original Karate Kid that that's, yeah. the original that's well, Sophie uh, give your advice yeah my advice, I don't even feel like I can give advice at the minute because I feel like I'm still working on it. But I've sort of be beginning, I'd say beginning, I haven't begun, beginning to realise who matters in like my circle of friends and who to let go. I used to hold on to people and hold on to things because I was trying to hold on to the old Sophie I was right. so worried that people would hate the Sophie that I've become because of my health. And I always try to be bubbly, always try to be outgoing. And like you said, never really um, showed the bad days. And I think we we have to show the bad days and we have to also realise who are the people in our lives that just want to take, 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 take and not give anything back and redirect our energy to the people that bring positivity into our lives who are on the two-way road of friendship and relationships and who do appreciate us as people and see the inner beauty as well as the outer beauty. Right. You know, and I think that's, it's, it's a hard journey because like you said, you know, we're surrounded by social media and in the media, it's like, you've got to stick to plan A. If you move off plan A, then you're a failure. Or if you don't look like this, then you're not pretty or not beautiful. And, it's very, very difficult to feel at peace and adapt to the situation when you don't really have control over your body anymore and no. you're trying so hard to, to keep that control and you sort of channel it in other areas by like trying to keep friendships, trying to keep um, your sort of persona as a strong woman still there and not show that you're struggling on the days you are struggling. Right. But I think you have to begin to realise that the people that are judgmental, the people that say harsh things, it's a reflection on them, not you. And there is positive people out there. There's such kind people like yourselves who are amazing, who are inspirational. And they're the people that you want to be spending your time with and being friends with and really channeling your energy. Because like you are saying before, we only have a certain amount of energy and some people just love to drain us of it all yes. and they want it all for themselves and True. that isn't the case and 
they're very very quick to push the guilt onto us when we back off a little bit and they exactly. say that you know we're a bad friend you know there's this this and this wrong with us and it's not that we have to stand strong realize that we deserve life we deserve kindness and happiness as well and that's that's a hard journey to go down and like I said it's a work in progress I'm nowhere near the destination yet but I don't think there is a destination I think it is a, an ongoing no. progress do you do either of you have this issue I just thought of this way you were saying all that Sophie is um you know where you you meet new people or you um you know you you try you tr- you're trying to get back out there Andrew you might have this as well and people will say well you have a lot going on you have you you seem really busy you know like um it's almost like they're I don't know I I can't I don't want I I guess it would be judgment I don't know what would do you guys have that problem I have it where people saying oh they haven't reached out to me because I've been doing this that and the other and they thought that I was too busy yes and I'm like well it doesn't mm-hmm. always have to be me that reaches out to you. Like literally right. it takes two seconds to drop someone a message or right. just pick up the phone. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, it's me. Like I should have I should have allocated time. And it's not that way. They should have given me their time as well. It's it's a two way road. Yes. You're oh, right. I like that, Sophie. I like that, Sophie. I, I need to hear that today. <laughs> because yeah, that's good true because I have like a few friends you know that I will connect with every morning there I there used to be probably like 20 people I would connect with every day and I was like after I dropped Caleb off I would say if they were on my mind whoever was on my mind I would say hello good morning I'd send them like a daily devotion or a song and then I was like you know I don't get, I wasn't doing it to get feedback, but it's like, there was like only maybe one or two people that would connect with me within that week. And I was just like, well, maybe they don't enjoy it. You know, maybe they're not wanting those positive in their day. So I just started praying and saying, okay, you know, Lord, you guide me to the people that you lay on my heart that may need something today. And if it's just a few people, then I'll just reach out to those few people and I'll be happy with that because I'm a giver. I love, love, yeah. I, I love loving people. That's just me. And, yeah. but then I can give too much. And it's yes. like you said, finding balance and then learning to let people give back to us. Like you said, Sophie, it's a two way yes. thing. I needed to hear that today. It's definitely. But do you guys feel, do you ever feel, odd when people give give to you because you're so used to being the one to give I feel I do I don't always know what to say yeah I don't know what to say I always feel guilty (laughs) and then I'm like oh my gosh I need to give back and and it's like no but you've already given back and it's it's really weird you just want to like give it's just I think it's just in our DNA to be givers yes what I find that I have found with myself, I don't know about you girls, but it's almost like because of the things I have went through in my life, um, I think sometimes I don't feel like I'm worthy for them to give that to me. I don't know. Yeah. 
I'm just putting that out there. It's like no, I, thought, I, was saying, I thought about that the other day and I thought, why am, am I so ready to give to people? And I love it, you know, and but when people give to me, like I started having people send me stuff when I started getting on social media and I'm like, wow, you know, and I would call and say, well, thank you. You didn't have to do that. And they said, but I wanted to. You know, yeah. you give so much of your time to me and stuff, and I wanted to do this. And then I realized that I'm robbing them of a blessing because I know how yes. it makes me feel when I give. It, because you ever heard that it's better to give than receive? Yes. And then I realized, oh, I got an aha moment. I'm robbing them of a blessing because my, my kids, like, for instance, this happened on Easter. I did not realize this. My kids are older and my son had helped me with something and my daughter had too. It was the same week and they had gave me something and they both texted me like within minutes apart and it almost made me cry because they said, mom, it felt so good to help you this time after you've helped us for years. And I was like, wow, because they kept wanting to give me something, you know, to be honest, I'll tell you, it was mine. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and they both had it in one week. And then uh, they both texted me. And I was like, oh, wow. I was robbing them of a blessing, you know, because That's they were so good to say it like that. That really is good to say it like that. I never thought of that. But you're right. We when we we don't allow someone to do that, we're they're trying to give us a blessing and, and we're not we're we're um, downplaying it or being not ungrateful, but not knowing how to accept it. And we should just accept it. I know yeah. someone put something on my wall the other day, a woman um, that I talked to and helped. And she put, she said, this reminded me of you. And it was this woman like bent over a sink. I don't know if you guys saw it on my wall, um, but it was, she was like looking in the mirror and it said something about like those that, um, those that, that need help or support um, are the ones that are always helping and supporting others. And that's not, it's not, I forget what it said. It was like, it wasn't, they were like, that's called love. That's not, that's, you know, nothing, oh, yeah. nothing else but that. And I was like, you know what, the more I, that's stuck in my head all week, even though I can't remember, I can't remember things like that anyway, but like, it just was, it was very profound. You know, yes. and I, I, I thought, you know what, that's true because usually the people that need help and support themselves are so willing to give to others. Yeah. And that is, that is love. That's, that's yeah. true. That's pure love. So and have, I think also we like to see people happy because even when yes. we don't feel happy, if we've made somebody else happy, then it's kind of like we are happy. If you get what I mean in a weird yeah. way. Yeah. What kind of yes. lifts you up? I know I wasn't feeling well this morning when I woke up still, you know, and I was thinking I was dragging, but yeah. talking to you ladies has been, it's uplifted me. It's lifted oh, my soul up fine. and it's, and I'm feeling, I'm feeling more energized. So see, it's these power talks. It's like collaborating <laughs> with others that are like-minded like yourself, that when you're yeah. down, you know, or you're having, you're still having a bad day or whatever you we can all, we've all talked, we've all shared stories. It's inspired me. It's been, 
it's been great. So I'm, I feel so much better than I did yesterday and today just from talking to you guys. Well, that's fab news. And, you know, I'm so thankful to have you both on because I think the world of both of you. And I'm so grateful for our friendship and our talks and our interviews because, like you say, I think we do bounce off each other very well. And we all yes. have our, um, like, things going on, but ways that we can help other people. And we, we'll continue to do that. Yes. Well, Sophie, you inspire me. You you do so many things. And like, like I told you, I was so nervous when I, I messaged you to see if I could oh. interview you when you're about your books. I'm like, she's probably going to say no. You know, she's like this big advocate over in the UK. And, and when you said yes, I, I remember telling my mom, she said yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, I think you're amazing as well. And I was just like, so honored to be asked. It meant the world oh. to me. It really did. And, you know, thank you both for your support. Andrea inspires me as well. I mean, I, I told, I've told her this countless times. When I saw her picture on Facebook, I thought, that woman has a light about her and I want to connect with her. And we talked like we'd known each other forever, our whole lives. Yes. It was so weird. So I, you both are amazing women. You really are. Oh. And you inspire me. You guys bless me so much. And this is what I call divine connections because I think of it right now. I'm thinking, I just feel so blessed this morning because like me and Angie connected. And if I had not connected with Angie, then I would have never met you, Sophie. Yeah. So, right. You know, that all works out. And I just, I'm so grateful that uh, you guys both crossed my path. You're so inspiring to me. And I love you both to pieces. I just wanted to say oh, that. I love, I love you, you guys too. Thank you yeah. so, so much for this. And like you said, yes, we'll definitely do it again. And, you know, I'm so grateful to have you both on. It's been a pleasure as always. And yeah, we'll, we'll have to do it again because you're both amazing, amazing people. And I'm so grateful for your friendship and thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me on and, and Andrea, thank you for being on with, on Sophie's podcast and, <laughs> and it's going to be a good day, girls. It's going to be a good day. It is. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you so day. much. All right. You thank you, Sophie. 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 <laughs> we'll send positive vibes to the rest of the day. That's yeah. right. See you guys also. Thank, Thank you. you. See bye you bye. later. Bye. 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 bye.